0: Hi, Explorers. Thanks for listening to Kids Who Explore, Parent Edition. Come along with us as we cover all corners of raising kids in the outdoors.
1: Hi, I'm Adriana Scory. I'm a hiking mom in the Canadian Rockies, Mama to Turner and CEO of Kids Who Explore.
0: I'm Lauren Rodick Eberly. I'm mom to Collins. We love being outside and exploring between our two homes in Seattle, Washington and Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Today's podcast is sponsored by Kids Who Explore's Patch for a Purpose. Every time we see our patch out in the world, we feel the love and support behind it. Our patches can be sewn onto backpacks, jackets, bags, or even baby carriers, to name a few. Or, they can be carried in your packs as special adventure items for all your little explorers. Our patch comes in eight different colors, and a dollar from each patch goes to a, you guessed it, purpose. Your support can make a difference for all of the following charity groups depending on which color patch you want to represent. Alberta parks, children's disability, BIPOC and anti-racism, sick children, the earth, children's well-being, anti-bullying and children's mental health. Check out the hashtag patch for a purpose to see our patch and the community behind it. That's hashtag patch the number four a purpose. To get your patch today, visit www.kidswhoexplore.ca. We thank you in advance for the difference you are making. Kirstie Pardidi calls herself a can't-stay-at-home, stay-at-home mom to two wild kids, Arlo and Aya. She was born and raised in the west of Scotland, but currently calls Indonesia home. After years of backpacking around the world, hiking climbing and living in various countries her husband Harden and her returned to Scotland but even after having kids settling down there didn't make them happy so they jumped on the opportunity to move to Bali Indonesia in 2019 when Arlo was one and Aya was just 10 weeks old two weeks after arriving in Bali Harden started working away during the week learning a whole new way of life and language and how to be a mom to two kids alone a lot of the time in a new country was one of the hardest things she's ever done but the thing that kept her sane and happy was getting back outside and exploring their new island home with their kids. Slowly, they started going harder and further, adventuring deeper into corners of the islands they'd never been. And nowadays, you'll find them hiking, surfing, and exploring Indonesia and beyond. Kirsty, thanks for chatting with us today.
2: Hey, thank you for having me.
1: Wow, you have had quite an adventurous life. So I want to ask you about your childhood in Scotland. Did you love exploring growing up there?
2: We did a lot. Um, and I think when I was very young I probably enjoyed it more than when I was older like my dad did a lot of monroes and like a lot of walking and they always like to get us out walking and biking and um and I think I if I'm honest I was probably like you know I wanna like I wanna hang out with my friends and but yeah so it was very outdoorsy but if I'm honest yeah I think I was probably like a lot of other kids that was like, I don't really want to, but I'm glad that they prioritized it because it it set up my entire life.
0: That is always good to hear because then it reminds us as parents that those moments when we get the pushback, it's going to be worth it.
2: Yeah. That's why I don't feel so bad about dragging my kids out when they don't want to go.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And then you turned to backpacking as a way to explore the world when you met your husband, it sounds like. Yeah. Uh,
2: Yeah, when I was 17, I went on my first solo trip to Canada, actually. Um, We have family there uh, in Vancouver and on Vancouver Island. So I went for a month and I just traveled between like, I stayed with family because I was only 17. But I traveled between them and then I got in like hiking and climbing. And then yeah, I met Harden soon after through climbing when I returned to the UK. And then we just started traveling from
0: there. Wow. And so what did those adventures look like pre-kids? Were they short-term or long-term? or Long-term. long, long term. Like we, we were, I don't, my
2: computer keeps beeping. I hope that you can't hear it. <laughs> um, we, it was all focused around climbing. We are big climbers. In fact, this is probably the stint that we've had in Indonesia has probably been the longest in my adult life that I've not been climbing as intensely as what we used to. So yeah, we went to New Zealand and Australia, spent a lot of time in Europe, France and Spain and Greece, and then we lived in France. And yeah, we had a van in New Zealand and we just like backpacked around, van lifed it. In the days before it was cool to share it on Instagram, like we were van lifing and dirtbagging and just long-term cheap travel.
1: Incredible. So what made you choose Bali to settle with your kids?
2: It was, it was never on our radar. We honestly, we had been because uh, Hardin's Indonesian and even though he's not from Bali, he has had family here. So we came for family weddings and stuff like that. Um, and I didn't particularly like it when we first came because it wasn't wild enough for me. The places that we got taken to, they were the really touristy places. And then Hardin had an opportunity for work in Indonesia and Singapore. He's an oil and gas. And um, and I said that I don't want to live, or both of us agreed that we didn't want to raise the kids um, in Jakarta because he travels for work. So I would have been alone a lot of the time. And we said, well, we could settle in bali and then he can go away to work outside of indonesia and then and then come home to bali so yeah it was never on our radar it just kind of happened and now it's home that's so and nice now it's yeah yeah
0: (laughs) something we really want to zone in on today is solo parenting on adventures with kids I know you said you do a lot less of it now because your husband isn't traveling as much but you have lots of experience with it so that's something that can be super daunting for people how did you go about starting that initially I, I think
2: everyone says the same thing but I just just went I think I didn't like some of the adventures that we've gone on recently with like the two of us or even that I've gone on solo with the kids I didn't start off like that I started small we went to like well-known places and I just went and I didn't worry about it's not easy to get gear here so I had an old mother care hiking backpack not a cool like Deuter one or like a cool osprey one it was like an old one that a friend had left when she left Bali so I chucked Aya in that and Arlo was only like one and a half at that point and I just had kind of carried him it was in the days before I had a trail magic carrier as well so I just like carried him and we just we just went and we didn't I didn't have like I, I have brought one pair of hiking shoes with me from like that I've had since forever. Um, and I didn't have proper stuff for the kids. And we just went, just just to be outside. Had some snacks and a lot of water and off we went.
1: So from a safety standpoint, is there anything you do differently when heading out solo versus when you have a friend or your husband there?
2: Um, well, we have a dog, we have a big golden retriever. So we always take Marley, well, I always take Marlene, And I think at first I felt I was a lot more like, nervous at first going out solo because I was learning the language as well. But I think Bali, the kind of places that I was going to, especially being even now, it's the Balinese are so friendly. I, I've never really felt unsafe, but just to be safe, like, I always take Marley, and even though she isn't on the lead when I take her, I always take her chunky lead and kind of and carry it <laughs> as a deterrent. <laughs> Um, so, and she's a big dog, even though she's super friendly, she's a big dog. And I think that that is enough of a deterrent that if I, if anyone ever thought of, you know, messing with us, then I have, I have her. And I think probably a lot of the places that other parents would be going outdoors would be like, it was quite tame here when I started going out because it's very touristy. So there's often, a, no matter how it looks on Instagram or, um, on social media, how wild valley looks. You can like not swing a cat here without running into people. it's It's so, such a busy island that it would always be someone there. So I think for me, i I felt quite safe just just even just having a dog with me. yeah, and first aid kit, I always took a first aid kit because the one thing that we haven't like all the all the hospitals are in the south of the island, so first aid, like for scratches. But like I went out for months, I think before. I figured that I should take a first aid kit <laughs> right.
1: like, what are the wildlife dangers there like is there any like poisonous um snakes. spiders snakes yeah. oh okay snakes right.
2: honestly I think in the entire three years that we've lived here I have never seen a snake in the wild we've had three in the house and I've never seen one yeah, yeah. and I've never oh, seen one,
1: never my goodness.
2: Seen one they make enough clothes outside that they like if there was ever one near us um that it would just go on its business but yeah we've had three at home so I think I'm probably more worried at home and just big spiders not necessarily they would give you a nasty (laughs) bite but not um but not poisonous
1: hold the podcast for a second I need to hear about the snake in the house story
2: (laughs) time three well we had uh, I think the only ones that we've had now the they've been very small we found a skin once uh like it was like a meter and a half and that freaked me out because I thought well at some point there's been a big snake in the house and it shed its skin it was in a in a storage cupboard when we were okay. cleaning it out and then we've had our neighbor actually a while ago um in the house next door to us they had a three meter python in their garden that their gar- <laughs> their garden <laughs> So <laughs> I didn't make it into our house. One of my friends, she adopted some, like just down the road, adopted some kittens, a python got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where we live on the beach, big snakes are more of a concern. But like, like I said, I have never, I've never seen one. I've heard stories, friends have had them. We only ever had two small snakes in the house.
0: And how did you get them out?
2: Harden <laughs> just grabbed them and took them out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be fair, so- there is a guy on the island that I have on my phone, like when I first arrived again for safety, I like put all the phone numbers of like the snake guy in my phone, you know, if I ever had a problem and, um, and he can cut, he would come and remove them. I think the official advice is that you're not supposed to, cause you don't know if it's poisonous or not, but yeah. like I said, I didn't grow up here catching snakes, so <laughs> He just grabbed it
0: and took it outside. Oh my, okay, so if you wanna avoid snakes, go outside. <laughs> yeah,
2: pretty much, if you wanna avoid snakes, like I said, never seen one, never. I think we may, honestly, I'm, I go hiking with a now four year old and almost three year old. I think we make enough noise to scare off any snakes renting in the vicinity. So it's not really something that I worry about, to be honest. It just, okay. it never,
0: ever crosses my mind. Jumping from the snakes, did you ever wear both kids at once? Because they're so close in age yeah well not not wear them
2: with carriers because like I said in I it was in the days before I had a trail magic and the carriers that I had like I had it ergo baby and then I had this rickety old carrier and then I got a new carrier like off of Facebook marketplace but yeah I carried them both at once with like Aya and the pack on my back and then carried Arlo just in my arms but I just had to make do with what I had because it, gear is really hard to come by here but I t- mostly I tried to make him walk because it's so hot it's so hot so um I mostly just tried to encourage him to walk as much as I can and then carry him for a little bit
0: yeah cool, um, cooler if you're not all touching <laughs> yeah,
2: because shoulders aren't really a thing here like we brought one and we barely ever used it because there's just not the infrastructure like there's not like pavements or sidewalks or you know like a lot of places to use a stroller so Arlo and I have had to walk from really young like they've always I've always had to make them like come on you have to walk because they like there isn't a pram so I think that's also helped me a lot without not having to carry them as much because um they've had to walk
0: right and so do you actually see a lot of people in the street probably baby wearing if their kids aren't walking yeah. because yeah, yeah. I think
2: probably the only people I see with trying bless them Trying to manage a stroller is tourist, so. right? <laughs> like, I know because baby wearing Indonesia is is really common. Like that's you know like and not with carriers, just with like a sarong, you know, just right.
0: And what about? Do you have a car there? Yes. So okay, yeah. so your car could take you on Friday yeah.
2: yeah, we have a bike as well, like a motorbike, but we the car for like it's way more comfortable to right
0: get the kids and, and safe and what, what are some benefits you find to getting out solo with your kids I think it's probably
2: there for my mental health and therefore their safety they're really close in age and um and at home it, it's like lord of the flies some days like they I don't want to put you you guys are about to have second ones um they're, they're, their little bond is starting to emerge but at home like they're like I said they're now four and a half and almost three so you know we're going through like the full range of emotions and sharing. So I find it quite hard. to be. Up. I'm someone that struggles to sit still and be at home. So yeah, I, it makes me happy to be outside. The apple did not fall far from the tree. The two of them as well are way happier when they're outside. They're like completely different kids. They are so much happier and they sleep good as well. Like here, it, it's endless summer days and the heat, with exercise just like they just get a better you know they sleep well and I want to as a long-term benefit like I said we are both hikers climbers surfers so the outdoors is a big part of our life I want them from a young age just for it to be normal for them so that when we go on bigger adventures then they'll already have a look for it and they'll already be like okay with it so I'm trying to play the long game
1: very strategic I like that <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, what do you find the biggest challenge then with not having another adult around?
2: Um, I think the well, hardens around a lot now, but in those early days, it was the like the mental challenge because when you're twenty four seven parenting, even getting outside with them, you know, it's it's exhausting. And I was breastfeeding through the night and up all night. So, and then like the brain fog of having to watch two small children in like i said Bali is pretty tame like even a lot of the waterfalls and stuff that we go to the more off the beaten path ones then like maybe not so set up for tourists but even the ones that are set up for tourists i mean the health and safety thing here is completely different to um like to the west and you know when you've got raging waterfalls in the jungle then having to like keep your wits about you with like two small kids that stumble around like little drunk uncles and i have to it's only me to watch them. Well, so if I'm with a friend, then like I used to go a lot with my friend Lisa, but she's got a kid the same age. So she's watching him and I would take the dog and Marley is now seven, I think, but she is crazy as well. So I also have to keep an eye on her that she doesn't. So I think that not having another adult and you having to be the one that is responsible for, and we've had a couple of close calls as well, where like, <laughs> yeah, I think that, The responsibility of two small
0: people. Yeah, and it's interesting because Adrian and I were just away with our kids, and even though we were saying it's so nice to have a friend because it's another adult hands, you're still like you said responsible for your kid or kids, and they're responsible for theirs. So you're still all hands on deck, twenty four seven.
2: Yeah, you have someone to chat with and take the mental load off, and for sure, like. There's times, even now, if Hardin's busy, when I take the kids and we have, like, Mummy, Arlo and Aya time and we go on, like, fun adventures. Um, probably less so now since Hardin's at home a lot. Um, but back then, you know, when they were very little, I love spending time with them, but they're not the best conversationalists. So it was nice to go with a friend and have someone that I could just banter with and, and like, feel like even though you're still watching them constantly and the parenting never stops, it you can have a mental break because your friend is with you um but yeah the still the I think that's the hardest thing about all of motherhood is the relentlessness that your brain never stops you know that you're always <laughs> watching them keep them safe or you know and when you're in these places then then yeah like make sure no harm comes to them
0: yeah absolutely so I know you said just go but is there another piece of advice you would give to parents who want to start solo adventuring with kids in tow or advice to Adrian and I as we start adventuring now with two kids in tow? Two. Um,
2: I'm not sure if I have any advice that is any different for whether you go with one or two. I guess with one then like tell someone where you're going. I think that's pretty standard advice. <clears throat> like Harden when he was away like he, he Either wasn't in the country or wasn't on the island and <clears throat> the only people that I, I only had my friends I could tell or I was going with a friend but I would still um, tell him where we was going and like drop the location if I had signal when I got to where I was and then like give him a shout just by message after to let him know that we were okay because there wasn't I didn't have anyone else and I was with with a friend <laughs> so Um, so I would always tell someone tell Hardin where I was going um, so he could like raise the alarm if there was ever a problem Um, and I would always a a car charger for my phone Um, the signal on the island is pretty good like there's some places where like when you're proper in the jungle or like around the volcanoes where maybe it's a bit sketchy I don't have any kind of I know some parents like maybe and like where you guys are I think maybe have like I don't know like is it a sat not a satellite I don't know what it is is it like a satellite thing or a garment or something that I don't know yeah, that works a satellite
0: work. phone you're exactly yeah, right. So we don't have that here
2: <laughs> um so I would just like let him know where I was going and then have my car charger so that I would at least always have a phone because that's the other thing I'm running the battery down in my car with google maps to get to where I'm going so have a charger so that if um if there's a problem at least when you come back you can charge your phone and then I think with the two kids I don't think I have any advice that anyone hasn't already given but yeah a lot of snacks a lot of snacks a lot of (laughs) um I I honestly don't think that I have any solid advice other than yeah the, the kind of stuff that you've probably heard all the time um yeah Sorry.
1: <laughs> we noticed, well, we noticed the snacks vary from, you know, different regions, obviously, in the world. And it's so, like, what kind of snacks would you bring?
2: Well, we can't bring anything that melts or that goes bad in the heat. So we nice. like rice crackers.
1: Okay. Like,
2: they like those flavored rice crackers. um And what else? Like Haribo jelly sweets. <laughs> they don't melt in the heat. um Snacks, a lot of fruit. Um, okay. A lot of fruit. And even though it's kind of a pain, um I take watermelon a lot um even though it's sort of a pain because I've put it in a plastic container I take it because they love it and it's like hydration and a snack all in one and obviously it's so hot here so yeah we we take a lot of that and um and cereal bars again like probably a lot of similar things that um that you guys would take and then there's like some more kind of Indonesian snacks like we have tempeh which is a um like a kind of soybean like kind of fried soya bean thing and the kids love it so we have it I think we eat it every single day with food and as a snack and like crook which is like a kind of what is crook made from it might be rice or I don't know they, they fry it all different ways it's kind of like crisps but slightly healthier um and and they love and they love that um yeah but a lot of fruit
1: yeah and I guess with water too I mean you're trying to keep that hydration up as well so that watermelon would definitely yeah. help and then like do you just pack a lot of water with you then or how do you manage that um,
2: yeah well I because I was when so now it's not so bad because like I said hardens here but in those early days when it was just me and I had to carry everything in this tiny, yeah. it wasn't even like a proper hiking backpack it had like a little tiny pouch hanging from the bottom where you could put stuff and I had to try and fit like nappies wipes first aid kit like so to squeeze everything in plus like water and like all the other stuff so what I used to do was I mean we weren't going on super long hikes either in those days you know because they're really little so I would try and give them even now give them drinks in the car um so that they're like hydrated ahead of time um as well. And they drink a lot of coconut water, <clears throat> which is really oh. good for hydration. Yeah. Yes. I and mean, it's better than just regular water, you know? That's literally That's where, what I'm drinking mm. as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, water. So I am probably the only person on this tropical island that doesn't like young coconuts. I, I just, I just can't. I don't know. Oh, this tastes oh. really green, but the kids love it. Those
1: are my favorite and they're not very good here in Canada.
2: (laughs) uh, They're really good here and they love it because you can get, because here you can obviously buy like the cartons for um, like for ease, but you can get the coconuts straight off the tree. And then, you know, you can have them like if you want to, we don't, but you can get them delivered and then, you know, hack them open and they love it because here they decant the water into like little cups and little plastic cups and they scoop out the meat. And then, so they mostly just drink it so they can have the meat. Um, But yeah, coconut water, they they drink a lot of that. Um, Or even just fruit juices, to be honest, even though, um, you know, maybe not super great. um, Like I know a lot, we tend to just go with water and coconut water, but sometimes I just give them fruit juices as well in the car because I'm like, I need you to be hydrated. And if this is what you'll you'll drink, then like, so be it. Um, Because yeah, they get, like all of us, when they're hot, if they're dehydrated, then they get a little bit. Um, So I give them a lot in the car ahead of time and then just take a big bottle of water for me and then a bottle of water each for them. So I can kind of have an idea of like what they're, how much water they're getting. Um, Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah so your surfing adventures look super fun and I know you are you're always very clear about Instagram being a highlight reel but do you go out solo surfing with your kids too?
2: No no because it's just it's like the it's just would just be too dangerous because the all the there's been there's been drownings and you know I just even when it's me and Harden like we have keep a really good um eye on them so yeah I I go solo on my own like with friends or um, like with uh, my uh, Balinese friends, but not not with the kids because it's just I can't watch the two of them. So whenever we go, we normally go in a group. So like one of us, Arlo's getting lessons for surfing. He's completely obsessed. But even when we're just practicing with him, like one of us will go out with them, and then the other be on the beach like playing with Aya in the shallows because. I just at our local beach here you can't surf at our local beach you have to we have a lagoon and you have to go out to the reef to be able to surf here so the lagoon creates like a really calm air, like calm beach for the kids so it's great for small kids um so here i can take them just the two of them to the beach on my own no problem and they can both swim they but when we go to surf beaches um i'm always even if i look chill like my brain inside is like because it's, it, it, it can be so, like accidents can happen so easily, um, and with the currents around the island are really strong, so yeah, that's, that, I I don't take them on my own.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> a very care. good safety tip, but it is so amazing just <laughs> surfing. Yeah. Random question, have you ever guessed how much time a day you spend outside? Uh, no, no, I don't, I, I don't think I have,
2: probably a lot, because um, I think I've said this before quite a bit on on my instagram but our house hasn't got an outside wall so literally from the minute that we wake up we're outside, You're
0: outside. <laughs>
2: yeah so we get fresh air from the second there. Uh, probably a lot i think we spend way more time outside than probably i would even if we lived in europe because the weather is a, is a mass it's, it's so easy here you know like because it's always hot and often like good weather yeah so probably a lot
1: wow Incredible. I think we need to come visit.
2: <laughs> come, visit. come visit. The island is open again, and I see so many people are doing trips. Isn't I think Michelle is coming here? No,
1: she is. Yes, yes,
2: yeah. you go. Come um, Amazing. yeah, it's open, loads of people are doing trips. So, yeah,
1: you should come visit. Oh, so fun! <laughs> I okay. feel this one day. <laughs> That'll be great. Is there anything else you wanted to mention today?
2: Um. No, oh, I don't think so. I can't. Uh, I am I'm i don't think very fast on my feet.
0: I'm sorry. Hey, <laughs> um, okay. this has been so fun. It's been yeah, great. It's very cool to talk to you guys. Where can people find you to follow along? We, we know it and we love it and we'll put it in the show notes. But can you just let yes. everyone know?
2: On Instagram, Wild Adventure Mom and on YouTube. I started a YouTube channel a little while ago um and I really enjoy sharing on there because even though it's edited it's more like I think you can see more realistically how stuff happens like you know you can see Bali a little bit better and you can yeah yeah. do you
1: edit your own videos on YouTube yeah oh you do okay wicked I'm gonna watch (laughs) episode.
2: yeah it's it's fun it's a lot of work it's a lot more work than what I thought it would be but it's
0: fun a lot of work but good for you that's amazing yeah
2: and it's nice to have those memories I like I I much prefer video I'm I'm not a good photographer and I much prefer like just spinning all of our videos like just they're just home videos but like spinning them all into memories and if other people enjoy them great and I give tips about Bali, but mostly it's also nice just to have them to like look back on the kids like to watch them
0: Yeah, oh, I was going to yeah. say, your kids are probably already love them, but they're really going to adore that they one. Do. But,
2: and they remember, like Arlo, especially when we watch stuff back, he remembers, you know, he can, and it's, it's nice. Yeah.
0: He likes to watch. Okay, well, <laughs> let's end with our final questions. So, yes. in the last few months, what was the best purchase you made under $100? I was
2: thinking about this question when I was in the shower this morning. And honestly, I can't, I, I'm still wearing shorts from 2011. I don't think that I have bought anything for myself other than. It's not under a hundred dollars. I treated myself, I traded in a surfboard and got a new custom surfboard, but it wasn't under a hundred bucks. But I haven't I haven't bought anything because like I said, it's really hard to come by uh gear here. So all the stuff that I would like, I really need a new pair of uh trail runners, like of hiking uh trainers, but um I'm just I'm I refuse to pay the import tax. So I'll need to get them when we go to Europe <laughs> later in the year. But um I, I haven't I haven't bought anything. I'm a mum. I think probably I buy food and snacks and bottles of wine.
0: <laughs> Those are usually the best purchases anyways. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I haven't bought any gear. Can you share a book show or podcast recommendation right now?
2: Yes, that I can do. Um I've been reading um on the iPad the The Call of the Wild and Free. It's actually it's for because we we're decided we're thinking that we're gonna go the homeschool route with the kids. And um have, they have an Instagram page actually, Weldon Free. And even if even it, it's preparing you for like a homeschool journey, but even from a non-homeschooling point of view, it's massively about having kids outside. So I'm I'm really enjoying that because it's helping me like it's validating a lot of my like ideas around homeschool, but mostly it also it's validating my whole life like my whole pra- our, our whole practice of parenting which is like a lot of free play like major focus on time outside and adventures instead of like a lot of structured um activities so i'm i'm really really enjoying that yeah so wild and free call the call of the wild and free the yeah call Of the wild um, and free okay yeah and it's i think there's it's and it it talks about a couple other mums that i follow on instagram that are, I know they're homeschooling, but they're just, they're really outdoorsy as well. Um, and it's not, like I said, even if you're not homeschooling, if you just enjoy like adventures with uh, kids, I've really enjoyed it because it's validating like our whole way that we're raising our kids.
0: Okay. I cannot wait to listen to that one. Thanks for sharing that. If there was no time or money limit. Where would you travel or explore next?
2: Um, oh, I always want to like, I've always wanted to go to the Himalayas, like to the Indian Himalayas or Nepal. If money was no object, then I would, I would go hike there. I would, that would be awesome. It's been on our bucket list since forever. And I know that even I say like, you know, don't wait for your kids to grow up, but it's something that I would like to do with them when they're that little bit older, when they can, when they can walk it and they can enjoy it. Because obviously they get a lot of benefits now, but that is on our bucket list for sure.
0: I, I would love to see that part of the world. I love hearing people's answers to that because it's like there's so many beautiful places to explore i just want to do them all <laughs> i know i know i
2: can't, I can't think that,
0: that that would probably be my number one because since forever that
2: has been like somewhere that we've wanted to see that and we've and do you know i have never ever been to america i would love to of all the places that we have gone i don't know why we've never been there and as climbers there's so many places there that I want to explore. So that would be a close second. But I think if money was no option, it would have to be like the Himalayas.
0: Right. Okay, well, great answer. Thank you so much for taking time to chat with us on this early Saturday morning where you are.
2: Thank you for having me. I guess the next time, by the time this is done, you guys will have little babies. You'll have both of
0: them, yeah? Yes, well, at least Adrian will for sure. And I will be very close probably.
2: Do you guys guys know what you're having? Did you find out or you want it to be a
0: surprise? We're both being surprised. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for adventuring with us please subscribe and share your love by reviewing our podcast with five stars and follow us over at kids who explore on Instagram and all other social media platforms. This podcast is produced by KP media productions.